I want to thank our sponsor, Planet Ford. Planet Ford has always been a proud supporter of law enforcement in the community, providing customer service and fleet management, sales and service. If you're looking for that personal quality service, contact Planet Ford in spring or online at planetford.com. You're listening to Crime Scene Today. I'm your host, Dan Zentek. We talk about current and future issues facing law enforcement, forensic, crime scene investigation. So a current issue that's uh, real big this past week in Harris County. On the show, we've talked about uh, contract policing before. Uh, Pretty much a, a model of community policing that we all talk about in dealing with our communities. And how contract policing basically works is that any neighborhood or entity that would like to pay for an officer's salary and their car, their equipment to add more officers to a specific area are allowed to do so. And they contract with the uh, county itself and provide that extra service. Well, something that came up in the news and the third largest county in the nation is one of the commissioners had brought an agenda item to review the contract policing program and some words that he had put on there as far as elimination of the program is a little concerning and to truly understand the impact that that would have in harris county the amount of officers that are out on the street uh, because of the contract policing program and part of their salary is paid by the contracting entity such as a neighborhood or or municipal district those type of things but also Part of their salary comes from tax dollars, a very small portion, a 20% actually. So basically, the cost of the county putting one officer on the street, they've actually put five officers on the street. And that's that's brought up in conversations about this. So to take into account some of the uh, money in conversation that's uh, had about this, we're going to listen to uh, the constables and different people talk on the subject. So currently, about $78 million dollars is brought in or spent by these contracting entities uh, to pay for extra patrol, extra deputies to be on the street, and not only to serve the community in which they are aligned with, meaning whoever they have the contract with, but they also provide a response to the surrounding area that uh, needs the same service. So uh, they certainly are a force multiplier that are out on the street assisting the municipalities nearby and other county agencies. They have been around for over 25, 30 years in Harris County. And this was placed on an agenda item that they were going to be hearing in court to do a study. Now, one thing that really stood out also is that it only talked about constable contracts and not about the sheriff's office. And the sheriff's office also has contracts, actually a very large amount of contracts. As you'll hear from uh, the sheriff, there are 40% of the contracts that the sheriff's department holds where 60% are held by the constable's uh, offices. So the huge impact uh, to law enforcement, the future law enforcement in Harris County, again, it's the third largest county in the nation. The county seat is uh, Houston, Texas. So uh, to cover this, and I think the to be fair, it'd be to hear from those people. So this is from uh, commissioner's court uh, in which the constables, uh, a city councilman, 
and others uh, spoke and had conversations with uh, Commissioner's Court about this agenda item. So if uh, you'll listen to the constables and their concerns, and it'll uh, give you some insight on how important these programs are to Harris County, uh, to the deputies, and the impact they are to the communities that they serve. I'm in favor, Josh. All right. I'll have a chance to look at it. Motion carries unanimously. Thank you. So we'll hear from the constables, and then I'll call up the speakers. Thank you, Judge. Uh, I am Mark Herman. I am the elected constable in Harris County Precinct 4. Two weeks ago, I was elected by over 90% of the vote. I can assure you these folks behind me, these other constables, that I am very proud to stand here with today. Uh, they're very popular in their areas because of the great work that our constables do on a daily basis with Sheriff Ed Gonzalez, who has numerous times spoke to the court, spoke to citizens, complimented me in my precinct and the rest of these folks. I'm aggravated right now. I really am because I don't understand why my 572 employees is having to go through this. I, I serve at the leisure of all four commissioners and the county judge. All four commissioners come into my precinct. Your voters or my voters? And Commissioner Garcia, I'm going to just say this. When we had lunch the other day, I was just amazed at how good of a guy you were. I've never sat down and talked to you. I found out you're a Northsider. We grew up on the same streets. We walked around that restaurant when we were growing up. You played football with my brother. We're Northsiders. One thing about Northsiders, we're tough. We're resilient. And I even made the comment at lunch that day, hey, we made it, you know. And that's all I want to do is I want to make it. And, and you threw a bunch of good ideas at it. And I bought in. I agreed with you on some things. But I'm going to tell you, when Chief Stewart and I left that meeting and I got back to Precinct 4 and I was able to print out what you put on the agenda, it was like, and Chief said, that didn't happen. That, he didn't say any of this. And... I chalked it up. I said, well, maybe he didn't know what they sent out. But, and Donald said, well, no, his signature's on this. I said, well, it's an electric stamp. And I kept hoping that evening you were going to pull it. But I'm going to say a few bullet points that I got, and then I'm going to yield to my colleagues. All eight constables have a system in place where we're effective and efficient and collaborate with our sheriff's office and all other agencies in Harris County. I myself, our deputies run over 100 district calls every day. Those are calls that are not in our contracts to help Sheriff Ed Gonzalez. Our in-car computers technology allows us to see what's going on. Uh, the contract deputies uh, uh, that are assigned around contracts allow us to place our district resources in those areas you're referring to. It's management 101 and police work. You know this. You know this. The majority of the constables this past budget cycle, we said we need to stop it. We don't need to ask for anything. A few did, but we said no because we knew Ed Gonzalez needed money. We knew he was hurt, so we didn't ask for anything. In closing, I would respectfully request that the court reconsider this study and spend the money for the study to uh, uh, you know, put additional boots on the ground and better serve our community. Or if a study is done, I expect that we would do a fair, equitable study. And lastly, lastly, I just go please ahead. Go ahead, please let me finish uh, real quickly sheriff do you remember when we were sitting at the table toward the end of our deal and I looked at you and I made the comment I said you know I said we as elected officials we had, we had discussed these things that you submitted and I didn't know what they were and and I said but you know sometimes when we say or put things in writing it comes back to haunt us electively 
with our people, with our constituents. And Lord knows I've done it many times. And what did Ed Gonzalez lean over and say to you? He said, maybe you should take it off, referring to the agenda. And what did you say? You said, maybe I should take it off. And what did I say? I said, hey, don't do it on my account. I'm just making a comment. In my 34 years, I have learned that the pig people and the citizens of Harris County are very forgiving, very forgiving. And Lord knows I've made many mistakes. And I would ask you, please, use your wisdom. Judge, use your wisdom. Commissioner Ellis, Commissioner Cagle, and Commissioner Raddick, use your wisdom. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you very you. much. Morning, commissioners, judge, Adrian. Since I've been in office, I've been trying to reach out to you for the longest to set up a meeting where we can talk about some things that we can do to improve the quality of life in Precinct 3 Constable's office. And you not once have ever met with me. Am I correct? Correct. You've done some things to undermine my office also with your community centers. Am I correct? Nope. You did not, you, did, you wouldn't give it to me in writing, but you told your staff to not use the constables to work in my buildings anymore. Am I correct? Yeah, I canceled the, I canceled the No, it wasn't a contract. For years we had an agreement that we would work those community centers. The constables that was there before me have always worked security in those buildings. Not no contract, it was an agreement. You took my park position and you gave them to the constable, to the sheriff. Also, the summer programs, you, you had your people, you wouldn't give it to me in writing, but you told your people, I don't want the constables out there with the kids in the parks. I refuse to do that. I signed my deputies out there anyhow. So since I've been in office, you've been doing everything you could to undermine my office, and this time it stopped. Thank you. Judge Hidalgo, commissioners, distinguished guests, and supporters. My name is Sylvia Trevino. I am the Harris County Constable for Precinct 6. I am here today on behalf of my community, the constituents of Precinct 6, and in solidarity with our Harris County constables in my community. As government officials, we should do a better job of communicating with each other. This agenda item regarding the constables is a prime example. The failure of government to properly communicate with each other can cause confusion, suspicion, and chaos, specifically targeting the contract patrol of the constables and not originally including the Sheriff's Department is a prime example. Studies can be a good thing when they are done fairly and equitably and when there is a sincere intent of better serving the people. However, this was not the case from the beginning. It appears that the intent here is to divide and conquer and to pit law enforcement agencies against each other and also to pit our communities against each other. You say this is just a study. Our community can read between the lines. When you pay thousands of dollars for a study, you normally receive what you want to hear. We believe this is just the beginning of your means to the end, and that is to reduce the services of the constables. There has always been a Houston Police Department. There has always been a Harris County Sheriff's Department, but they alone could not handle the increase in crimes, gangs, and calls for service. At one time, Precinct 6 was one of the highest crime areas in the county. Families and businesses were moving out of our precinct. 
However, when the constables expanded their role beyond civil process and began to patrol, there was clearly a difference in the reduction of crimes, gangs, calls for service, and improved response times. Now families and businesses are moving in with new development and a thriving economy. To consider a quote unquote study with the possibility of reducing the services of the constables would be a huge step backwards and would compromise the safety of our community. The constables law enforcement agencies are the closest grassroots law enforcement agency as you can get. We are the most accessible. We put our cell phone numbers on all our business cards and make ourselves available to our community. Together, Precinct 6 and our community have made a difference in ensuring that public safety is and always will be our number one priority. I can only ask that as government officials, we should communicate better and work closely together in order to better serve our community to make Harris County the best in the world. Thank you. Judge, commissioners, my name is Ted Heap. I'm the constable of Precinct 5. I want to thank you for allowing me to speak today, but I'm not speaking on my behalf. I'm speaking on the behalf of all of the men and women that are in uniform. You know, I feel compelled just for that reason because there's a lot of people out in that hallway and downstairs trying to get into here. And I believe that all of us took office for the same reason, and that's to serve the people of Harris County. But we have to realize that part of those people of Harris County are the over 18,000 employees we have in this county, many of them being in law enforcement. We know that it's not us that makes this county great, it's our employees. Now the deputies that I speak to say that they didn't take and do what they're doing because it's a job, they surely don't do it for the money. They do it because it's a vocation, it's a calling. They want to make a difference in the community in which they live or which they were raised. And this proposal that came out which began by calling out specifically all eight constables' offices has had a negative effect on all men and women in law enforcement. The morning after this request was released, I came in at 6.45, I had night shift hanging over, I had day shift loitering on the parking lot because they wanted to ask me questions. Are we gonna be fired? Are they gonna choose the contracts over seniority with the county or with the department? I had a 26-year-old female deputy who asked me whether or not she should let her earnest money contract go on her house because she didn't know her future in law enforcement in Harris County. And I understand the need to have, be a good steward of taxpayers' money because I'm a taxpayer. But if this is political, if this is personal, what it's doing is it's pitting officers against each other. And these men and women who are on the street, they rely on each other a heck of a lot more than we rely on each other sitting up in our offices. You know, when Deputy Goforth was murdered, it was our deputies who were some of the first on the scene. When Sandeep was mur brutally murdered, we secured the perimeter, and it was Precinct 4 constables who actually apprehended the suspect. The truth is that as constables, as constables, we work with all agencies across the county, and without us being on the street, there's going to be a lot more crime. We hear about serving contracts, but we don't only serve contracts. Last year, with uh, over 400,000 service-related calls, 99,000 of them were outside of contract. 
59,000 in unincorporated Harris County, 39,000 in the city, but it doesn't make a difference because what they have in common is the fact is that they're all taxpayers in Harris County. When we answer calls for the Sheriff's Department or when we pick up calls when the, when the, uh, for HPD, it's because we're able to free those units up to be able to have higher visibility and better response times for those neighborhoods and those areas that need that coverage. And if we're talking about equity, I think what we ought to do is look at ways to expand this project. Good. Because $78.5 million is brought into the county coffers by people who support this. 1,015 additional deputies on the streets because of this program. The county is paying for one officer and basically they're getting five. These deputies sacrifice a lot to be able to answer this vocation, this calling of service. And I believe that they need our support, they need to concentrate on their work rather than whether or not we are going to manipulate their futures. These deputies deserve my respect, they deserve your respect. But mostly, the residents of Harris County, the ones that we were elected to serve, deserve to be listened to today. Good morning, Commissioner's Court and Judge. <clears throat> it's an honor to be here today uh, as your Harris County Constable for Precinct 2. Uh, we also hold contracts uh, in the South Belt area and within the Galena Park School Districts. <clears throat> and when we heard of this uh, a few days ago, many of our leaders throughout the community had reached out to us because of their concerns uh, with the uh, children as, as, a, as a kid and as a product of the Galena Park School District, we always had the deputy contract program within the schools. And so we not only have a deep continuity, a deep root system in our schools, but we also have that continuity with the neighborhoods. We know each and every person in our neighborhoods. And so we, and we have that connection throughout the community. And so whenever this gets out into the community, they have some deep concerns. And also our deputies that work there. You know, we lose deputies through attrition, but we also have deputies lined up, men and women that are ready to go. It, it takes a special person uh, to work in those schools. Uh, my wife and I both grew up in the neighborhood <clears throat> in Galena Park School District, and that, that contract deputy program <clears throat> was there since day one. So we know how it works, and, and when, when people from the community, when they come out, they call you, they have concerns, and they want to continue uh, the great things that we do every day. Why should we pull out a great defense system out of a body and replace it with something that, that may not work? The system's been working for decades, and so we want to continue to make that system work and, fi and figure out a solution that we can all work together as taxpayers, as leaders of this community. You know, I've been an elected official for 20 years, and so I know what it takes to serve the people of Harris County and the state of Texas. And so we need to continue to work together. As far as our law enforcement, all my colleagues out here today, all of our municipalities, the sheriff, former Sheriff Adrian Garcia, thank you for your service, all the commissioners, we appreciate everything that you do, and we want to do the right thing for Harris County. Thank you. Thank you. Constable, I have one simple question. 
is, is there anybody out there talking to the school districts that y'all, maybe school district you patrol, for example, and encouraging them to create their own police department? Actually, <clears throat> I did get some feedback uh, that if for any reason uh, the contracts might have been canceled, that they would start their own PD. And that's just some word on the street. Oh, thank you. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming down. Um, you do know that this item look at the school district contracts. Yes, sir. Not. It is not. Um, and uh, on the on the separate study related to the property rooms, are you in support of, or rather, the dispatch of including the property rooms uh, to be a part of that study? I would like to take that back and uh, see if we can definitely sit down and talk about the study before we have it done, just to make sure that it's fair okay. for all of us. Now, let, uh, real quickly, the uh, and actually it was it was Mark. Uh, I, I'll I'll get to I'll get to you, Mark, in a little bit, and let the others finish. Thank you. Uh, what I don't understand, customer. Why do we? Why do we have to have a study if a study to merge a property? Room? If the constable and the sheriff agree, assume it's, you know the sheriff's department is property room. Why does there need to be a study? I mean, in other words, what's the reason for the study? If you agree to use their property room and they agree it's okay, why do we need a study? So you maybe y'all can work it out. Maybe you can. We have to figure out a mid way here to work this out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. You don't need a study. You don't need a bunch of people telling you what to do, and the yeah. sheriff doesn't need somebody telling him what to do. Let me interject, and Commissioner Garcia, you had, at the lunch we spoke about the property room, and, and I said it was probably the best thing that I ever did when we flooded and Ed Gonzalez came to my rescue and said, hey, get it all over here, and once we got it over there, we started talking and said, can I leave it? And so every day we take our property down to Sheriff Ed Gonzalez's office and they store it in chain of custody. Uh, some of the things you said at our lunch, and I agreed with you. I said, hey, I never really looked at it that way. Uh, and that would be one of them, because I know that I share property down with Ed Gonzalez. I know that Ted Heap does. And uh, again, I can't speak for the other uh, six constables, but I mean, it's something that we could certainly sit down and uh, Heck, some of the things you said, I would easily buy into. Good deal. And Mark, since you're since you're here, um, you you mentioned when we had lunch that when we had the downturn in '09, yes, uh, that you were told to cancel your contracts, right? That's what you told me. Well, we yeah, we were in a position to where uh, the constable at the time had to decide which contracts we had to cut. Yeah, I mean, and, so, I mean, but you 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 canceled those contracts and effectively. We laid off how many? Well, how many? How many well, no, constables? Yeah, no. The contracts actually, we, we were in a position to where where we had no choice. We I, I, we had no money to, I, I to know, do it. I know that's that's kind of part of this this thing here. How many how many deputy constables were uh, laid off in 09? We, I remember correctly, roughly about fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. But how many? How many? I don't know about that, but let me say this, it's based on FTE, and a lot of constables just work 32 hours, so they didn't use their medical 
and then they went and got side jobs until we could get back on our feet and they were up taking back. How many how many deputies were laid off? Okay. But deputies approximately? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, the the number was somewhere in the area of about 500 uh, but, deputies that, that were laid off because. Uh, but, but let me ask you a question. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but we don't know what tomorrow brings. I mean, we. I mean, I understand you as a commissioner and the rest of y'all. Y'all got to kind of figure out. Hey, what if this happens? What if that happens? <laughs> I could walk out of here today and get run over by a truck. But you know what? We're going to band together, whatever it takes, just like we did in '09, and we made it work. And guess what? Every one of those contracts are back. Trifo. Trifo. But I, but I understand your position. You're concerned about the county and money. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm concerned about your guys. Because, well, hey, I'm the one that had to call them in and say, hey, I'm sorry, you don't have a job. Yeah. And I mean, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And the, and, and the same thing for me. I mean, I, I told this body, give me an order to lay off because they want me to lay off deputies. Yeah, and you said you wouldn't. I remember at lunch you said I yeah. refused to do it. I wish I could have refused to do it. I really do, but I couldn't. But Commissioner, how do you insulate yourself against that happening in the future? Because what you're saying is it's a terrible thing. We agree with you. We are in the same position you are. How do you propose putting the county in a position where it's not going to have to happen? Not by taking $78.5 million away. How, how are we going to do this to insulate it? So, uh, Ted, let me, let me ask you this. Um, we, in fact, we just had an item here, uh, I think it was last month. <clears throat> you, had, you had a contract canceled. Correct. And, uh, and then on this item was how you know, not how we were going to absorb and we and we actually did absorb uh, your deputy into your payroll uh, and we, we absorbed that deputy in midstream no I had a I had a position I had a PCN that was not I, removed from me and my budget was able to know, but fund that so know, it didn't go back into yours I'm aware of that but your contract was canceled and then we were moving him or her from that contract into standard payroll I was asked whether or not you have the funds to continue this position. My answer was yes, because okay. I've been extremely frugal um, by paying off my entire fleet, by doing a lot of things that are fiscally conservative. I, I, I get it, Ted, but I'm just simply asking about that transaction that you had a contract canceled right. and we absorbed that, that employee. I'm, I'm just, I absorbed that. No, I know it's we, but I absorbed that because of the fact that of the, tax, the way I was handling the my budget. Absorbed it. Okay. The taxpayers absorbed it, and that person went in to be a field training officer, which okay. was mostly needed. The taxpayers mm -hmm. absorbed it, and, okay. and, it's, and he's a he or she's a, a great person. But my my simple point is that we want to be much more thoughtful about when those contracts get canceled, and what would have happened. If you didn't have, if you hadn't been frugal, what would have happened? We would have had to decide whether to give you more money, correct? Well, that's that's true, but but thank goodness the rollover is in place, which yeah, allow, which allow, and I know you don't want to go there, but what I'm saying is that's what no, that's what I relied on I, to be able I, to keep my department intact. I get it, but I'm just simply making the point: had you not had your rollover, had you not had, had you not, had you not. I would have, I would, hold on, just, I would have had to, no, I'll give you this, I would have had to have made a decision. The reality is, as Mr. Jackson said many months ago in here, because I heard it, was the fact that in law enforcement you average between 6 and 12 percent 
openings, okay? So the first thing I would have done was look and said, yes, I have three openings because of people moving and things of like this. I would have put that person and kept them at all expense. I do want to make sure. Uh, yeah. I just want to make sure all the constables speak, and we can move on sure. to the other speakers. Did I also I promised yeah, to break well, everything. Your Honor, may I just, I just very briefly? Oh, oh, just a second. Judge, very briefly. Yeah. The argument that there might be a downturn, and we might have to, in the downturn, fire some constables. Therefore, we need to fire them now. Makes no sense. All right, let's hear. Let's Judge, hear that's just from that's 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 a that's a fatuous argument. Yeah, we could. It sounds like we could talk in circles about I, this. I think we could case. talk yeah. all day, and we can go back and forth with. The issue was we were concerned about the contracts. Our community was concerned. I would recommend if you, if any of you commissioners have a concern about anything, get with us first and then recommend a study because there's going to always be a difference. I don't know how to do what commissioners court do, but I do know how to do what the constables. I've been here longer than any of these constables. And we have been able to take care of our departments. And the most important thing for, for the constable is the community. It's not about us. We can come and we can go. But that community is going to be there. So we have to pay attention to what the community. I don't see anything wrong with having studies. But I would have hoped you would have gotten with us so you could have gotten some pertinent information if you're going to have a study. Because I don't think any of you all have been out there in our community patrolling. I had an officer that was shot six times patrolling the community. I have been shot in the back myself. So I'm hoping you will include us. And then you call for a study. That's all we're asking for. We sound a little angry because we care. We don't know what you care about, but we care about the community that we serve. And, and, and we are willing. These are some smart guys. We are willing to work with commissioner's court. Any issue you have, we're willing to sit down with you and give you our opinion. And we know that you are the commissioners, and you make your decision. And I hope you'll do that in the coming years. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Constable Walker. Yes, sir. I, I once was a constable. I know and, you. And I used to work I, with you I, at I, HPD. I, and, I, and I respect how long you've been a constable and been in law enforcement. And we're going to do the best we can to keep you from being shot and back again. <laughs> Judge, I'm going to I'm going to defer until after, if it's okay with you, until after we've heard from citizens, and then I'd love to make some comments as well, if that's permissible to you, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you, Judge. Sheriff. Were you going to say something? Thank you, uh, Judge. Uh, commissioners, um, I, I came today because I wanted to just give the perspective from the Sheriff's Office. I know there's been a lot of discussion, and on this issue, I stand in solidarity with the constables. I think that the contract patrol program is effective. Uh, I could have told that to anybody. And, um, you know, and I think it's a positive thing. I think it's part of our uh, community policing DNA in our Harris County law enforcement community. 
Uh, you've heard it from several here today. We all work very collaboratively. And at the Sheriff's Office, we want to make sure that continues. Uh, my initial concern was similar to what Commissioner Raddick expressed, is that it was my understanding that there's a number of studies ongoing right now. You've referenced that, Judge, when it came to the budget. And so I was a little uh, uh, just concerned that it seemed to me that it would be best to get the results from those analysis first and then determine where we're at. But in no way should the, the, the contract program ever go away uh, it's it's a force multiplier for their agencies for ours as well We already work collaboratively when it comes to the program if anything it could be expanded because it's being partially funded through uh, Private citizens that make that choice and so I just I'm here to speak in support of it in reference to the property room uh, discussion uh, I think under the last administration we had already started discussions on the potential uh, need for a we're already at capacity on our current property room and so I think the longer discussion should be on what is a property room similar to what HPD did what's our future property going to be and then is there room for growth and inclusion with some of my colleagues here where perhaps it did make sense 20 30 years ago but maybe it makes sense now uh, when, when we're looking at a future property room but uh, I agree that I think that first let's have the broader discussion then we could come in all together uh, and then have that discussion and see where we're at uh, in terms of making sure we're all working collaboratively. The key should be uh, to support law enforcement in a collaborative way. That's how we operate in, in Harris County. We work closely with HPD and all our other partners. And, um, you know, I, I support the citizens being able to choose and, <clears throat> and, uh, and for them to select, you know, the agency of their choice. Again, it's a community uh, policing uh, tool that's used out there. Um, I'm not personally concerned for any reviews of anything. We're used to it with the audit process, working with Mr. Post and his team. So my recommendation, just my uh, respectful recommendation to you all would be that I would, I would remove the item, uh, you know, if it was, if it was my choice. Um, I, um, but, but if that's not the will of this court, which I respect because I'm not in your seats, then I would also respectfully make sure that you're including the sheriff's office in that study as well, because it would be the only fair thing. Because we also operate contracts, and uh, if it's good enough to, uh, you know, review their contracts, then we want to make sure that we're also uh, in alignment with them. And uh, that would be my 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 comments and my request. Thank you, sheriff. Uh, sheriff. Thank you for thank you for your your remarks and uh, you were at lunch with uh, the constable and I and uh, you heard that this was not to eliminate the program is that, is that yes sir. okay I just want to make sure that there's Another set of years. I, I yeah. heard that too at the lunch. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 when I got back to my office yeah. and I, read your deal. Well, I think I think the concern. Hold on, On the on the area of the of the dispatch. Well, first on the property room. How many of the constables offices are working with you right now? We currently have two. Two. And in re, in regards to dispatching. How many uh, constables offices are using your new dispatch center? None are currently using okay. it. Um, and so anyway, I, I just wanted to make sure I understood that. So thank, thank yeah. you. Uh, Commissioner, if I could just add about the understanding um, over the conversation. I think that clearly the public perception of it is much different. There's, there's concern that once the train starts moving, that it's inevitable that it could lead to 
possible elimination. And I think what raised concerns was just the way it was framed and written mm -hmm. uh, okay. and the scope, because I think that it included the word elimination. And so, you know, you know, I think that once it's gotten to that point, then it would end up being where there would maybe be short notice and the train would have already left the station. So I think that, you know, in hindsight, I think it maybe could have been written differently with the scope of it. Um, and I think that there were other tools to accomplish maybe the same thing, especially with the undergoing studies that are already happening that, you know, Commissioner's Court has funded. Uh, that's reviewing all criminal justice. I know that uh, Mr. Betke is here now, you know, reviewing the entire system and how it operates. So I think there's a lot of high-level discussions, but this one seemed very specific to a contract program. And it was limited in scope in the fact that it didn't include us, which we also operate um, contracts as well. I think the broader issue of Harris County law enforcement in general, I think you have a lot of tough challenges before you. I think that as I've come here before to request significant pay raises for Harris County law enforcement, uh, I think the challenges of today when we're talking about pandemics, uh, critical infrastructure, all the critical infrastructure that flows to Harris County requires broad thinking and a new funding uh, mechanism perhaps as we look at a lot of different things, but it's also about measuring priorities and I know that there's a lot of monies that are spent in other areas that maybe I personally wouldn't have spent in those areas and I would have focused more on public safety. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, I'm not in your shoes. All I'm saying is, you know, that's where we have to look, take that broad view, complete the studies, and this seemed more specific to one program out of so many uh, that really truly is working and if the the the, the focus was to simply review it. I don't think anybody here would say, don't review any and all contracts, but it seems specific to my colleagues. And then secondly is that uh, the, the, the wording of elimination. Gotcha. Uh, it shouldn't be an elimination component to this. It should be how do we enhance? How do we better? How do we expand? Uh, you know, How do we include communities that traditionally can't afford a contract program? Uh, but, but I don't think the answer in anything would have been eliminating. Now, I'm not saying that was your legislative intent. But, but I'm just saying what, what we've heard from the community is that that's how it came across or how it was interpreted. Thank you. Sheriff, you work well with the council. Very well. Is there a problem with dispatch? I mean, they're dispatching. Y'all are, are bouncing calls, doing that kind of stuff, correct? It, there's not any problems in terms of bouncing calls or anything. So we work well. Work. I think it's a matter of efficiency. There's no reason but. to study the dispatch system. Do you agree with that? It's working. It, it's working as it is right now. Yeah, that, and that's good. And right now, there's a studies going on. Mr. Betsky's back there somewhere. I think basically about three and a half million dollars worth of studies, correct? If you include what's going on, that 2.8 plus another 600 some thousand, is that correct? All right. So we have three and a half million dollars. I totally agree with you. We're spending. Let's find out what it has to say. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I promised we'd break after two Judge, hours. Judge, here. Yes. We do have a council member from the city of Houston here. Okay. And so Judge, let's hear I from Commissioner Ellis. Sure one question. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, Sheriff, sure. you mentioned the thought of expanding the program to communities that don't have it in the county. Roughly what percentage of the county does not have a similar program? We're not heavily leveraged in, in, in contracts. Some of our districts are more, like our District 2 out in uh, North uh, East Harris County has a few more contracts in some of the areas, uh, you know, District 4 as well, West Harris County. Uh, I'm not sure about my, my but, but colleagues. But not just you, do you know in general, like what percentage of citizens in the county 
whether it's in a precinct or through yeah. a sheriff's department, would not have a program? Well, I don't know the answer to that question. I can tell you there's 600 and something constable deputies. And I think you've got 300. And, uh, uh, but, but a lot of the communities that don't have the contracts, that's where we expend our district units and contract units. Okay, I got you. But, but so my question is, do we not know what percentage of communities in Harris County don't we get do, covered? We just don't have it. Through the contract deputy program, whether it's yours or through a constable's office. The cooperated areas in the, for instance, my precinct, we don't have a lot of contracts because we have civic clubs. They can't afford contracts. And you're, so that's you're that's why that's why I'm asking. So we can get to the point of, is there some difference? You know, because if there's some communities who don't have it because they can't afford it, should there be some discussion about what can be done to bring them up to that level? I assume there are not many people here who don't have it. Yeah, yeah. I think back to my point about expanding. I think expanding it is is where. Yeah. Uh, Folks, please be please be quiet so we can hear. Commissioner from Constable Allen Rose in Precinct One. Commissioner, we have had those. I've wanted to do those back when your predecessor was here, Commissioner El Franco Lee of blessed memory. Uh, actually, we did a pilot together in Cashmere Gardens for that specific purpose, where I funded half of it and he was going to fund half of it. And after six months of a study, we would then come together and share money and responsibility to put those valuable resources in those neighborhoods that couldn't afford it. So it's and a valuable resource, but the issue is money. Money. It's money and having those boots on the ground. Those people deserve everything that everybody else has. But, but we have no idea what percentage of the county is not covered is what no. you're telling me. <clears throat> right okay. now, the sheriff has 40% of the contracts and the constables have 60%. But we don't know what percentage of citizens in the county are not covered. No, no sir. Okay. Well, they're not. It, now, that's that's, that's right. worth studying. Yeah, that is. Well, I can that, say this. That's worth the study. Yeah. Anybody disagrees with that? That's worth knowing. Commissioner. Let's about this study, but we ought to know no, who There's two not things here. I want to point out. One, they're, they are covered. They're covered by the Houston Police Department or the Harris County Sheriff's Office. Two, we have uh, county-funded slots that also go extensively, and I know for sure in my precinct, and I'm speaking for me, extensively in those neighborhoods that can't afford it. I make sure of that because of who I am. So, and I know May Walker, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I can't. I'd like to hear I, from May Walker. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, in the past, I came to Commissioner's Court to ask for additional funds to get more people in my non-contracted areas. And I was punished quite severely. And so what, what I think when we submit our budget and we need extra uh, funds for, for deputies, normally that money, that those positions goes into non-contracted areas. For up until last year, thanks to Mr. Jackson, I say, I had a night shift with no officers in the non-contracting area because I didn't have enough funds in my budget. And I have been here 15 years, and I've been asking for additional money for uh, uh, deputies in the non-budget item. Uh, area and last year was the first year. Thank you, Commissioner's Court. I got some additional funds to get two more deputies. Two more deputies. Uh, sure, you could come back. Uh, 
What is, what is the uh, the uh, deputy to thousand resident ratio for the sheriff's office? The deputy to uh, well, it depends again if we have contracts no, or no, no. just is, what is what is the sheriff's office uh, deputy to thousand resident ratio? It's forty. The last time I saw that number, it was uh, in contrast to uh, other law enforcement agencies. Including it, the ours is lower than oh yeah, yeah I mean, HPD and the HPD, others. HPD, I think, yeah. at one time was at 3.3 uh, during uh, 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 Lee Brown's yeah. uh, era, and I think we're down to like 2. Point something, 2.3. Yeah. The sheriff's office, the last time I saw that number, you're at 0. 0.8. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and that's in part uh, something to help us understand related to this study is what is the coverage uh, that needs to be out there because again the contracts on whether the citizens decide to keep them or not it's a it's a fluid instrument the question is what should be the staffing of the sheriff's office I, so as I've said before and I've advocated we need additional funding for our budget we need we need growth uh, we need a strong sheriff's office. We absolutely do. I'm going to continue to advocate for that, for pay raises as well. That's why I said earlier it's a tough challenge on you all. But I would request to look at all spending at the county uh, to see where there's room for more efficiencies in other areas. But I don't see where the, 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 the contract program is the way to start looking or to potentially eliminate. I think that that should be a fundamental piece. Let's I think that we should look at other issues going forward. Uh, obviously, there's a new reality when you're looking at coronaviruses. Public health needs to be funded. The fire marshal's office needs to be funded with the propensity for, for high, um, you know, disasters, high-level disasters. Uh, port security, all these things need to be elevated. Uh, that's what worries me. And so I think we have to look at a broader look at what the, and with a revenue cap, you're, you're, you're seriously hamstrung. So I understand those challenges. It, it, I'm just saying, specific to this program, I don't think we start with first looking at the contract program so in this level. I, I, I want to hear from the council member, just be, so we give him a chance to speak before we break, and Coach Hart as well, and then we're going to take a 10-minute break and we'll come back. But let's hear from the council member and from Coach Hart. Yeah. <coughs> Okay. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm Mike Knox, uh, Houston City Council member at large, position number one. I'm here more likely as a, a, a customer of the Harris County. I'm also a resident of Harris County, and I pay taxes, as does everyone else in here as well. I have three major points I want to, first of all, the benefits of the contract deputy um, program are pretty evident. First of all, they're a force multiplier. They allow uh, law enforcement to have a, a, a more resources in the event of an emergency or disaster. And I think someone mentioned at a five to one ratio, one officer equals five. So that's, that's a good one. The other thing is that these agencies relieve other agencies like the Sheriff's Department and Houston Police Department and other municipal police departments, uh, relieve them from the responsibility of having to respond to calls in the neighborhoods where those contracts are at, allowing those officers to spend their time 
and other areas of, the, of their jurisdiction that are underserved. Finally, uh, it costs the county 20%, I just I guess I just pointed that out, 20% to have a deputy uh, so they can have five deputies for the price of one. Now it seems to me the purpose of this study, I'm in government, I'm an elected official, and I kind of know how studies work. And there's two things uh, about studies. They're either, they're either designed to spend money just because they can, uh, to distribute to friends, co-workers, what have you, which I don't think is the case in this case. The other thing is to promote an agenda that's already predetermined. And so, and I, I respectfully suggest that the way this one is written and the way it looks to me, particularly when you see governments cutting out sections uh, that are not going to be studied, that's an indication to me that there's a predetermined outcome expected. So um, I, I just want to remind all of us electeds here that, yes, it's important that we represent the least and the last among us, that we take care of those who can't take care of themselves. But we weren't elected just to represent them. We were elected to represent all of the taxpayers of Harris County, including those taxpayers who pay their taxes who make an income and who feel like that they're not getting the response they need from the jurisdictions assigned to them and have chosen to spend their money um, to hire extra security for their neighborhood. And by the way, at benefit to the rest of the county. So what we have here, I hear a lot about e equitable distribution of services. What we have is a problem between equal opportunity and equal outcome. That's my time. May I, may I continue? Equal outcome is actually not an American ideal. Equal outcome means that no matter how hard I work, no matter how much money I make, I cannot make any more than you. You can't have a house that's more valuable than mine. I can't drive a car that someone else uh, couldn't afford. That's equality of outcome. Equality of opportunity means that people are able to work spend the fruits of their effort and actually receive the benefits of the fruits of their effort and spend money however they want. If you guys are really considering getting rid of the constable's contract program, how dare you? Tell the citizens of Harris County what they can and cannot spend their money on. And with that, I'll close. Thank you very much. Now, this item was removed from the agenda, and the survey will not be done at this point. After receiving the information from the constables, the sheriff, uh, city council members, so we appreciate all staying informed in this topic and staying on top of how this may affect the future of law enforcement in Harris County surrounding areas and the future that it has on our communities by different ways that we can provide service, such as through the contract. Uh, process and other ways to develop our community policing. Thank you. Look forward to you tuning in next week for future topics and current topics on our law enforcement, forensics, and crime scene. Thank you.